0: Yo, 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 we live on location. We're a few weeks into the season and the Knuckleheads is here to tap in and talk about what we've seen thus far. We are gonna be tapping in with y'all throughout the season to talk about what we are seeing and what we like and just what's going on in the association. D-Miles, today we want to start off talking about the teams. Is starting off the way we thought they would and then we'll get into a little bit of the other stuff later. But who's starting off how you thought they would this season?
1: Them Bucks. Milwaukee. Yeah, them Bucks, man, they looking real good. Giannis looking like the Greek freak as he is, looking like a champion, looking like A he, third he time MVP? Yeah, look like he ready to go this year. What you think?
0: Listen, man, I don't know about, I'm not gonna lie, I did not expect this, but I'm talking about them Cleveland Cavaliers acquiring mm-hmm. young Donovan Mitchell and they done started out like <laughs> gangbusters. I'm talking about straight ball and Donovan, he had some type of record the first five or six games where coming to a new team, nobody had averaged thirty plus like he mm-hmm. was averaging. And then Darius Garland came back, got right in the mix, and Donovan got stayed on that page. Man, they looking like just super solid with from they starting yeah. five, is perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Caris Levert can start, come off the bench, however you want to do it. He an instant bucket. But I like the big guys. I like Allen. Mobley. I like the young fella Mobley. If he take a big leap. Kevin Love off the bench, they loaded, man. I think they got a real chance to be a real factor in the East. Yeah. So let's go back to them Bucks and just tell me what you have seen out of them. They nine and no. The thing, man, is they doing that and they Chris Middleton ain't back yet. Chris yes. Middleton just starting to practice with the G League and get, you know, come back from his rehab from the wrist surgery he had. So I mean all that tells me is they right back on track and right back on page where they been. They been in this place for like this last 3 4 years since they won the champ, you know, before they yeah. won it, they were right there knocking at the door then they won it. And I feel like last year, you know what I'm saying, they they were really, you know, hurt because they didn't have a full compliment and they still were right there at the door. So I mean, Giannis is looking like he he's back to get back to being MVP and carry yeah. his team to the finals again. I mean, that's what you love about him. He, he goes home every summer, he tries to work on things, gets better, but no matter what he does, he's gonna always play as hard as he can and max out and go as hard as he can for his team. So they always gonna be in position to win wherever he's at. And I think they right on
1: pace this year to be right back there again. You talked about the Cleveland Cavaliers and we was talking about Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> uh, right. I feel like that's the perfect team for him. That's what that team needed. Just a a relentless score. You know what I'm saying? And He came right in, averaging a 30 ball every night. He doing his thing and I feel like they let Darius Garland do his thing where he facilitating sometimes. Like you say, with the big fella. Just speak about Dominic Mitchell overall. Like what you think about his start of the season? Man, unbelievable, man.
0: We already knew, you know, young fella was a bucket, was a, you know, all-star NBA player and all those things. For whatever reason, whatever happened to Utah that time, you know, ran that you know that situation ran its course. They they you know moved Rudy Gobert, then Donovan eventually. So I mean, for whatever reason, Quinn Snyder left. That you know that situation had run its course. It's not a lot of times where you know you'd be in a situation like that and you you rebound into the perfect scenario. And I mean, I think Donovan has done that. He's been you know everybody thought he was going to New York the whole time, and then you know Cleveland swooped in and they made the move for him and I think, you know, he came into the perfect situation. I think, you know, for him probably, personally, he probably was wishing that he went to New York initially, you know, family here and all those different things, but I mean, looking at it, he he landed at the better team in a better situation with a yeah. better opportunity moving forward and I think he's gonna, I mean, obviously, I mean, basketball wise on the court, he's seeing and, and feeling all that right now, but I think in the long run too, he'll see that, that, you know, that he went to the better destination because, just everything they got to offer, and then you know the downside is that you know it's not the same type of market, but you don't got that same type of criticism coming at you the whole time yeah. if, if you were in
1: New York. Yeah, what you think about the like the the slow starts? Let's talk about the slow starts uh, specifically, like the Lakers and the Warriors. Like, let's start off with the Warriors. Like, which they the defending champs. What you think about their slow start? They like three and seven uh, right now.
0: Not gonna say that it's not alarming, you know what I'm saying? I, I watched them coming to Orlando, I hadn't seen a lot of their games, I've obviously seen some, but I uh, I watched them the other night against when they came to Orlando. Orlando <laughs> popped them too. Orlando was sitting on one win before then, so you know that's that's a tough L for you know the Warriors who, who, who yeah. are trying to be a you know a repeat defending champ, you know, to, to take a loss like that. That's tough, but um, I mean, you know. The Magic are playing hard. They coming, they got a lot of injuries and things like that, but but, but just speaking on the Warriors in particular with the slow start, I mean, you got to go back to the, you know, the training camp and everything that they've been through and, and think that that has some type of ill effect on what's going on. But I mean, I still have a great deal of faith that they going you know what I'm saying, they, got, they still got their same team for the most part. They lost a couple people here and there, Gary Payton, Otto Porter, but they still got their core group and these guys have been champions four times over and been through a lot. And I think, you know, it's, it's a tough stretch. You know, we have tough stretches throughout the season. I think they're just starting off on one. And um, I think they'll weather the storm. The coaching staff and everybody has all been there before. So I think they'll figure it out and get back on track.
1: Yeah, I think Golden State is a, a championship pedigree team. And I think it's early. I really don't be looking for teams till like late December, early early January. Uh, that's when I really look at the standings to see where people are at. Right now it's kind of early, first 10 games it could easily be a turnaround with them. What'd you think about the Lakers though?
0: Yeah, man, I mean, I, it's tough. You know, you wish that uh, Darvin Ham, a peer of ours, a former player in the league, uh, get an opportunity to be a head coach, especially at a situation as prestigious as the, you know, the Lakers organization. Mm-hmm. You wish things were going better for him. You wish things was going better for LeBron, Russ, everybody involved, especially, you know, you got LeBron in year 20. Defying the 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 odds of what a prime and how long he's supposed what do you have, to like play 28? and be this good at this age. I mean, he's he's breaking the record for all of that stuff, looking as good as he is and still, you know, being relied upon as to carry the team and to be the absolute best player. That's unheard of in year twenty, uh, but I mean, he's still filling that void and doing what he has to do. I think when you look at Russ. You know, he had the tough start, and then the whole scenario of him coming off the bench and and moving to that role. I think, uh, even in him doing it, I think, you know, I mean, for us who weren't nowhere near the superstar or accomplished any of the things that Russ started, Mm -hmm. I mean, we've talked about it to each other. Like, we were starters for a certain period, and when it became time for us to come off the bench, it was tough, you know what I'm saying? And like mm-hmm. I said, we don't have half the resume or nowhere near the resume that Russ that's got. That. So, who, you know, I can't even imagine how tough that is for him, especially in a city that's his home city and things like that. But now that he's done that, he's made that move, and you see him, you know, kind of returning and getting some of the life and the energy that he had in this game back. I'm, I'm happy about that. And I'm, I'm hoping that at some point, you know what I'm saying, they kind of turn the corner with those type of things happening for all those guys involved. Cause I definitely want to see Darvin Ham succeed. And you know, you want to see LeBron in these last years, how many more years he got playing at this high level, have a
1: real chance to compete. I definitely hope they turn around a little bit. I don't want to see LeBron having a losing season when he's breaking the record. I hope I want to yeah, see him Yeah, that's the like, other thing that's coming like too. in it and, and them points mean a little bit more Just going on. Down, uh I'm I'm happy for Russ. I'm happy Russ embraced the role that he's playing and he's he's been the ultimate teammate, you know. He took a lot of slack and, you know, that's a lot for somebody who, like you said, then did so much yeah. for this league, for for organizations and all that stuff, and it's his hometown. I definitely always want the Clippers to do better than them. I just had to say that, but <laughs> but but uh it's early and and hopefully they, they turn it around and they kick in good. I think it's early for a lot of teams, but you know <laughs> if you don't get a good start in some, you know, sometimes it it don't get right.
0: Speaking of the clippers, how cool is it to see John Wall back out there oh, the after j- so long? John you know, Wall. I'm a you years. see the other
1: the other day behind the back lay me. All that he back behind the back being lay, the lay the one me. man
0: fast break getting yeah. downhill. Behind
1: the head Dime. Like, All that. I'm happy for John Wall. I'm just happy like the place that he in. He look like he's having fun. I know he want to play a little bit more, but I think how they playing them, stricted minutes, the pace, he coming off the bench. I think it's the perfect role for him to, to get back in, into gear. He, and he look good doing it. They having a slow start too, but, you know, I feel like they'll get it together. Hopefully, you know, Kawhi come back and, and be right and they can be a force to be working with. Paul George looked extra nice. Paul. Averaging like 33 points a game. Like, <sighs> he, he looked extra good. So, I'm, I'm looking for the Clippers to do their thing and get back into the into the race. But like I said, it's early for them too.
0: I definitely look at the Clippers as a, uh, a major contender out west. We definitely need Kawhi to get back healthy, be in the lineup consistently. But I mean, even with what they got going on now, with Paul George playing at the level he's playing, with John Wall coming out there contributing, mm-hmm. coming off the bench behind Reggie Jackson, and just the pieces that they got in place. I I like the team. When you talk about the surprise teams, whether it's for the good or the wrong reason, what, what, what teams you looking at for that?
1: Utah is a surprise, but I, I still feel like it's early. <laughs>
0: Utah is crazy. I don't it's, know what. It's
1: early, but they, they having a great start. They got great energy over there. Like all the games I have seen them play, the energy that they have over there all around, like they, they lost the coach and they lost their best two players. And the energy that they playing with, and it looked good. It looked contagious over there.
0: I think the thing about it is you and I both know, like, yeah, they did. They lost their best two players, all-star guys, all-NBA guys, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, but if you look at what they've replaced it with and what was still left over, Man, these dudes are some hoopers. They ain't you know what I'm saying. Jordan Clarkson been a bucket. Yep. Mike Conley been all you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. One of the best guards in the NBA. Yeah. You got then you you add to that they they bring over Taylor Horton Tucker who been waiting to get un you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. unleashed and to get get out there and do his thing. Yeah, he look good. Then you get Laurie Markman who a who a baller. He out there yeah, going crazy right mm-hmm. now. So like you got. Colin Sexton. Yeah, Colin Sexton who been a pit bull since mm-hmm. we seen him come on the scene. So it's yeah. like you got guy, and he, he feel like he got something to prove in this NBA and things. So it's like we know how it is to have prideful guys and like we could be thinking whatever, oh, they about to go tanking. Nah, them dudes out there hooping, man. And it's an opportunity for them to prove themselves like, oh, we supposed to be terrible here. Nah, we about to, you know what I'm saying? And they making the best of it. so. They definitely, even the coach, you know what I'm saying? Coach Will Hardy, he's his first year coach and he's changed the way they play really fast. Like you said, they freeze, sharing the ball up and down the court. Mm-hmm. I like the way they play, man. They playing with energy and it's like the, they, they lead, the, they second in the NBA in three point attempts
1: per game. So they mm-hmm. letting that thing go. Definitely letting that thing fly. Yeah. Who are some of the players that you see these first 10 games that immediately got some impact and you like, you see them doing their thing? Man, the
0: guys I feel like they came right out the gate, just straight into it, ready to go. Giannis, Ja, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Jay Tatum, Donovan, who we just mentioned, um, Luca. I think mm-hmm. those five right there, as far as like they came out the gate, just Can't like go. Go. they balling and pulling their team with them.
1: You know who somebody I've been loving watching him play, uh, Dejounte Murray. Yeah, I, I was like wondering that. how him and Trey like, would fit in together. Him and Trey, like, been, the way Dejounte plays, it just reminds me so much of Penny. Like, like he he do everything. He nice. facilitate. He play a role, and he know how to dominate when it's time to dominate. He know what he bring to the table every night. I'm I'm really loving watching him play.
0: I love that He a two way player, bro. Yeah, like he get steals, blocks. He can he be a pit bull on the on the ball defensively and he get after, but like you say, like offensively, he could do everything. He's super he's super versatile, but I love, I love the fact that he played both sides of the ball on the, out there.
1: You know, I got to represent my guy. Play for Orlando Magic. I will be repping him all the time, Bobo. Hey, listen. I'm so happy that Bobo getting the opportunity to play and show his skills and, and get out there and do his thing. I've been watching him since high school and I'm, I'm excited for Bobo, excited to see him do his thing. What you think about what Bobo been doing? As we
0: know, I called games for the Magic. I yeah. literally deemed him my most intriguing player, bro. Like you gotta think about it. his first three years in the league. He played fifty three total games. Yeah, that's no way near enough to tell what's going on what with anybody. Yeah, and in this short sample that we just saw in these first nine or ten games, or how many games with the Magic this year, bro. This kid got so much ability, it's so like, I've been seeing different tweets, like they asking like, what's the big difference between him and Victor is It's like.
1: Just I, three inches? This man, three.
0: listen, it, <laughs> listen, cause Bobo getting that thing, he got it He got it on the string, he nice, he got a jumper, He's he athletic, plan. he got Euro well, he finishes, he, it's crazy. He is, dude, like he is one of the most unique players I've ever seen, bro, yeah. and it's like, in a good, enjoyable way. Like he excited. It's not like, oh, he's the big, slow, we mm-hmm. nah, he's athletic, graceful. It's like, how was he moving the way he moving, doing Euro steps? And it's nice. Mm-hmm. He for real, real nice, control. bro. Like, what he nice, bro. Got a jumper and everything. I'm just happy to see the kid get a chance. And I'm excited yeah. to see, you know, how good he could be and what what comes of him.
1: Yeah, I'm happy for Bobo, Bo, man. Shout out to Bobo. Bo. Shout out to Bobo. Bo. Speaking of, of Orlando Magic, Orlando Magic had the number one pick. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. Paolo. Like, uh, speaking of him, he having a big time. He breaking a lot of records. That rookie of the year. Well, man. I ain't gonna say breaking records. His name is being mentioned with a lot of greats. The rec- they enough Starting off, so what? tell us about Paolo in these first 10 games that you, you done seen. That's, that's rookie of the year. Yeah. That's rookie of the year. Young
0: fella got it all, bro. Like, young fella. He's a straight bucket, mm-hmm. like you said. He his name did, big man, six ten. but he's six ten with a handle though. Like he sometimes playing point forward, initiating the offense, and it ain't. He he got all the boogie he need to be able to do it by himself. He got his DIY kit in tote. Like he yeah. he, he he pulling that thing out, getting buckets. He dunking on fools. He rebounding. Already in here. He the first. He the first teenager. Only him and LeBron. Mm-hmm. Only him and LeBron hit had 30 and 15 as teenagers. He had 33 and 16 the other night. Mm-hmm. He don't see none of that, bro. And it's like the best The best part about it is that from all I can see, he a good kid. Mm. He poised, you know what I'm saying? He cool with his teammates. It ain't none of that None of that arrogance or nothing. And like, man, they everybody accept him. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? You know he gotta be solid. But I love his confidence, man. He walking straight through the door and he going at whoever, like whoever mm-hmm. the man, like he ain't backing down from nothing. and He putting buckets up. I'm talking about the kid. This how you know, you know, what I'm saying we play in the league. You know when you see a bucket, it's not just about somebody who get hot and score a couple points mm-hmm. and put point. Bro, when you get to that foul line consistently, I mean, he like top four or five in the NBA in free throw attempts. Yeah. That's huge, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you get to that line, that's when you're going you know you're gonna be buckets you can add, regardless. You can add 10 points you're getting on, free well, points. Yeah. You're gonna get points regardless of whether yeah. you got it going or not. And you got the chance to get yourself going because you get to that line and get them free ones. Mm-hmm. That's why I know he's a bucket.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: he's in a prime situation where Orlando is the perfect scenario where he got a group of guys that's all young. They all kind of getting started. It's a cool situation for all of them. No one is like some big dog over each other, but it's like they all growing together, and it's like whoever ball out, ball out. Mm-hmm. Like they got some OGs. T. Ross is an OG veteran that can General
1: you know what I mean, be a
0: voice, but like they all young for the most part, and that's what I like about them.
1: Yeah, I think Paolo is a he's a force. Like he's he's definitely a special kid. Uh, seeing him at the Allen Iverson Classic, I knew he was definitely one of them. And just seeing him play, seeing his starters is, is just Crazy just to see the names that they mentioning him with that he's he's breaking the record, like you say, the 35 and, and 16. That's crazy. They just beat the world champs. I know that was a, a crazy thing. And, and a lot of teams that he played seeing how actually big and strong. Man, 16,
0: legit, bro. I didn't interview him. I'm that, standing here like, okay, yeah, he you know what
1: I'm like solid, like big, though. Benedict, he came out and said something about LeBron, didn't he? He said something about LeBron.
0: And got everybody attention, and that boy jumped on the court, and he he ain't playing. He, he jumped grown on the
1: court, and he been playing hard. He a grown man out there, bro. What you think about what he been doing?
0: I'm I'm rocking with it once again. Like that's like he had the confidence. Like for you to come out and say something about LeBron after you get drafted, like what? <laughs> What's wrong with you, boy? What you, type of you trying to draw? Like that was what I first thought about when I didn't know nothing about him. But like now that you see him playing, like. I don't think what he was saying was arrogant or nothing. He was saying that he wanna see what it's like to go against the best. And I yeah, think he he's taking the yeah, and I think he's taking that approach against, you know, everybody's played he's played against so far, you know, from some League to preseason to the regular he's season. Some, yeah. And man, to see I mean, you know, when you got a scenario where you got a veteran, you know what I'm saying, you got a veteran coach like he has that take in him and believe in him and, and and allow him to do that, that says a lot to me. Yeah. Rick Carlisle, I couldn't think of the coach. Oh, the coach Rick, Rick Carlisle, Carlisle. Yeah, Rick you know Carlisle, he's, he's a veteran coach, yeah. OG coach. If he letting a rookie do stuff like that, like he 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 believes in
1: you. I heard Rick Carlisle don't let the rookies do their thing like that. He does now. That says <laughs> New day a lot. And age. What you think about Keegan Murray?
0: Keegan Murray, man, kid out of Iowa. I, <laughs> He reminds me straight up Kuzma and, and, and Danny Granger.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: who I, that's who he reminds me of, and he consistently. Like the one thing you have no questions about, he can shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. He can fall out of bed and shoot the ball. You can see it's natural. it's, it's a good fluid jump shot. He got confidence in it. He's shooting that thing off the catch, off the dribble. It's easy. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's effortless for him. But for me, it's the it's the six nine, six eight, six ten, whatever he is, to have yeah. that length and that height and to be able to shoot and then and he has a solid handle. He's not gonna, you know, cross anybody, make him fall or nothing like that. But he great, efficient handle and, and he like I say, he's another dude from summer league to preseason to regular season. He's done it all three levels and showed that he could shoot the ball, score the ball and that he probably gonna be around the league for a long time scoring the ball. Which
1: surprising like his confidence? Cause like...
0: Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of facial reactions. He yeah. got a lot of the he little just like he go Joe Johnson and go to, to him. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna say as far as Kawhi, but he's got the Joe Johnson where he doesn't really like look he, you, like after a bucket, you can't really tell whether he scored or not if you didn't see the bucket. Mm-hmm. But he has a lot of that. So I think, you know, he shows a maturity a little bit. He wasn't a one and done guy shows a little maturity, but I think he's he's 100% proven that he's gonna be like an all-rookie type guy and have a bright future ahead of him.
1: I like the, the young guys over in Detroit. Um, so many. I love Jaden Ivey. Once he start getting the pace, once he start getting the streets and the speed limit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying of the game. Young kid got a gears. Like yeah, once he start getting his gears together and and know how to drive and and go through the through the lanes and stuff, I think he gonna be really nice. He look explosive when he attacked the rim. Like what you think about Jaden?
0: I'm excited for him, man. I think he was one of the kids that I enjoyed and was you know got getting to see him in college. It had a lot of the good highlights and and um, could do a lot of the things on both sides of the ball. I think he's a great athlete, great defender, but he can get to the basket. I think that's his special move, getting to the basket, getting to the lane, and causing havoc. But I mean, him adding him and then Jalen Duran, the big kid from Memphis, to that youth movement that they already got. Man, I'm, I think Detroit has a huge bright future, man. Yeah. Sadiq Bay, Kay Cunningham, Isaiah Stewart, mm-hmm. uh, Killian Hayes, and... and all the rest of them guys, man. I just feel like they got a real youth movement. You know, a couple key veterans here and there making a couple right moves. They could be, you know, if guys really improve individually and get better from year to year, like they could be a real serious issue, man. Like kind of how Memphis came on, mm-hmm. out with their youth guys, how they got better and mm-hmm. got together. I think Detroit got a serious chance, man. They got some super, super talent because Cade is good. Like all of those guys are really good players. They've been in the lottery a couple years in a row. And like I, I think they drafted good. They they drafted some good pieces that kind of fit together. And they got a chance to those guys kind of grow together and really take the leaps. They could be good.
1: All uh, right, so let me ask you this. Who is your early pick for MVP? Your early pick for sixth man of the year, and your early pick for most improved?
0: MVP, Giannis. Most improves. I'm ter- I'm not even gonna lie, I'm terrible with that. I'm never good at that. I always feel like it should be somebody that we don't even expect or don't know about to win it, but mm-hmm. like the one year with Ja Morant, I felt like he shouldn't have been in the running because he's Ja Morant. Mm-hmm. But, so I'm not gonna answer, I don't know. Uh, the sixth man of the year, I'm gonna say Karis LeVert from mm-hmm. Cleveland. I like Karis LeVert because I don't think I think they're gonna eventually like he'll start when people hurt, but I think him coming off the bench he's a
1: bucket, he's a bucket, and I think they're gonna have a good record. I agree with you on that Giannis. I got an early pick of Giannis as MVP, most improved. I'm going with Bang from Memphis. I think Memphis going back to back most improved. Uh-huh.
0: He ain't, gonna, he, ain't gonna, he, ain't gonna, he ain't gonna improve that many points. Last year was his year. That's why Jai gave him the award. His most average improved. was too high last year. From it, Then it's gonna, it's gonna be high this year, but not like that much higher. This is gonna be most improved. Somebody else gonna get it. Stop talking about my pick. We gonna bet 10, hey, America, we gonna bet, me and him hey, gonna bet 10 push-ups. Bang, ups. most improved. I don't, don't know who, now. but I'm saying it ain't gonna be bang. And I'm saying why. And what, what else, who was it? Who else was it? MVP, most improved, six man. Six man. Cause we already know who that rookie of the year is, man. That Paolo Bancaro, is signed, sealed, delivered. Six man. Send that down down in the to old town. City beautiful to be exact.
1: Six man, you know you know what? I hope the Lakers turn it around off the strength of I want- I would love for want, Russ to get it. Can I finish saying my stuff? Nope. I would love for the Lakers to turn around off the strength of that I want Russell Westbrook to just do good and have a good season at six man of the year. So. Lakers, get on your shit. Not better than the Clippers, but get on your shit. And Russell, you win six man of the year. If you was going to go out west, you could have said, like, you know, Clippers,
0: John Wall for the six man or something.
1: Oh, I forgot about my boy John Wall. I'm just saying. Clipper Nation. Well, John Wall and Russ.
0: See, that's why I love our show. You can just fix shit just like that. He can say Russ, what he wants to say. say that he like, it's my
1: show. John Wall. Wall. <laughs> John man John Wall or Russ.
0: Hey, I'm just that's
1: what my heart
0: is, but I'm just saying the truth about what I think. Them Cavs, boy, they start out eight one. They got a good record. You know them records got something to do with it in that You know what I'm
1: saying? Let's talk about some coaches, some early coaches this year. Let's talk about the job that Chauncey doing, the job that uh, they got rid of Chauncey. CJ and that, that Anthony Simmons is looking real good over there. They squad's looking Orlando's real good. Orlando's home. See Chauncey do his thing. Let's talk about what Chauncey's doing in Portland. Man, it's always dope.
0: You know, see when our peers get in there and you know handle his business and navigate it and start to turn the thing around and get his team to win and and be you know viewed as a good coach. I mean, I, I had no doubt that Chauncey knew the game and knew it at a high level and could could coach and could do his thing and relate to especially being a being able to be relatable to the players because he is a player. I'm extremely happy for him, man. I think the biggest key about that whole scenario is obviously getting Dane back healthy. Like you said, they parted ways with CJ, but that allowed the kid, Simons, to, to grow into his role and also allowed CJ the chance to go be the man over in his own situation. So um, I think it's worked out for all, all people involved in the situation. But, um, yeah, like you said, man, I think Chauncey's doing a great job. He's got the team pointing in the right direction. And um, I think they still got time and, uh, and a chance to add to that team because it's not really a complete total
1: team, but I think he's doing a great job with it. He's definitely doing a great job. I think he got a lot of talent over there, and he's putting it together in a good way. I think his leader and Dame definitely have to be there before he, for him to have any type of big time success. But uh, he look good over there with what he's doing. And just a sidebar,
0: we was talking about rookies. The kid Shaden Sharp. Yeah. The kid Shaden Sharp is a damn. Highlight. Oh my God.
1: Stupid
0: bounce. Yeah, We're gonna that. see, you know, as a year goes on, what all he got to offer, but I don't care nothing that we know he will throw down pun your head top. That boy got bounced. Yeah, he definitely
1: do. i seen Hey him listen, Canada
0: putting out some some players, boy. He repping in Canada too.
1: Like, hey, listen. Yeah. It's been an onslaught. He
0: another another one.
1: So let's talk about uh J B Biggerstaff, the job he's doing over there with Cleveland and how he got a talented team, all that talent, and he putting it all together where
0: they playing good and looking I, good. I just like that he wasn't like, even going back to last year, he was trying out the Jared Allen, Mobley, and marking before they got marking over to Utah. Mm-hmm. He was trying out the biggest lineup in the league, and now you still going with Jared Allen and, and Mobley at the four and the five, but I like what he's doing, man. Like you say, when you got your team responding to what you doing and playing hard and going all out and selling out for you, that to me that's the sign of a good coach. I don't care what your everything else is. If you can motivate and inspire your team to go hoop for you and fight for you and run through that brick wall for you, that's what coaching is about to me, Like you know what I'm saying? I feel like he's done a great job with them and I think you know, them adding those pieces and, the, you know, getting a Donovan Mitchell and putting that team in place like that, Karis Laverde, and the, just, the, you know, like you say, the, the full compliment. I think he's seeing the spoils of that from all of the work that he put in, the principles. Cause I think they got a good culture. They got an identity and, and they show up and like now start this early season, they one of the best teams out there.
1: Yeah, I think he definitely going into from what he did last year into this year and keep yeah. on going and he, he got that team ready to go. And, they starting off real fast. I'm loving what he's doing. He seems like he's a players coach and I see all the high fives, the you know, the pass on the bus and all this stuff. How hype he be for his players to do good now. It's just good good to see it. Let's talk about the change of the eras. How the eras the kind of the guys we either played against, you know what I'm saying is like all of them is almost Getting up there, gone. Like before, we really go deep into the errors and talk about, you know, the other guys that's in there. Let's talk about LeBron and like this record he about to smash. Like to even attempt to even have a chance at this record, you got to play twenty years and you got to average at least twenty points.
0: I think the biggest compliment for LeBron to be the guy that's in position to do it is that he was never considered a scorer. Yeah. For him to be the guy that's about to break the all time score record, I don't think anybody picks him as the the bucket getter or the or the walking bucket or this that and the third, but yet yeah, he's about to walk into the all time leading score. So yeah. I think that in itself says a lot and you gotta take a second to understand about what his greatness really is and how much he's really done because he's never been considered the 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 scoring score. type and yeah. the bucket getter and this, that and the third, but to be able to be the person that's about to break this record is unreal. Nobody thought it would be broken, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When, when Kareem did it the way he did it. But um, I think it just, uh, you know, it, it speaks to the commitment of himself of being a, a top level athlete, of uh, not letting, you know, any of the accomplishments and any of the things come into turn. Cause he's had plenty that he could have sat back and whew, took a little load off, whatever. But I mean, for him, you know, year in and year out, not missing all stars, not missing you know Olympics. Whether it was the World Championships, he was always involved in everything and expected to max out. And to his credit, he did so. And I mean, I think whenever he does sit down and get done and, and put the jersey down and be done, I think it's gonna be one of the most incredible you know bodies of work that anybody could ever look at and compare to because he's to do so much in that time and that at that high of a level was not heard of, bro. Most of the guys that get to 19, 20, and 20 plus years, they start to wane a lot. Not just a little, a lot. And I mean, for him to be at this level is
1: unbelievable. Yeah, and it seems like, you know, them guys, be, it, it changed overnight. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. he had a decent season, this, he averaged 20, and then it went from- <laughs> Sugar to and gone. shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For, <laughs> to see LeBron do it now, Sugar he gotta be like shit. 28. <laughs> But to see him break this record is going to be just crazy and how he's smashing that. All I just can't stop thinking about is like, man, you got to play a dub. You got to play damn near 90% of your games and you got to average a dub to even get close. And you might not even get it (laughs) by just averaging a dub. You know what I'm saying, playing 20 years. like it's it's crazy to see what he's doing. Just talk about the change of the era though, you know? We starting to see a lot of cats that's up and coming superstars and they, they're not just up and coming superstars, they really make some noise. Like, man, Joker, Joker, the Jason Tatum, the, the John Morant, the Trey Young.
0: If we be honest, we've lived through it. You know, coming in on the tail end of Carl Malone, Scottie Pippen, Barkley yeah. still being in the league, Pat Ewing still being in the league to where it was then being handed to the Kobe's, to the Shaq's,
1: to the KG's. This this era right here, we probably down to five players that we done actually been on the court. That's (laughs) what I'm saying. I'm saying
0: it's it's no different than before. It's just like a, it's a gradual changing of the guard. You be a part of it, a witness for long enough, witness it, it just happens, man. Like you said, like. And you get no. The d Way has retired. Like that's somebody who came in after both of us. Joe yeah, so man, he, you know what I'm saying? So you can old, old with me. Stop saying me. Uh, you ain't just a little teenager no more. He I'm came in saying, at 18, hey, young old. young, and all are this. Are you older than me? You the OG now. Are you older than me? So to answer this question, yes.
1: Okay, man, you The are times old, and the eras know.
0: are changing, but we blessed enough to have been you know, we played and saw John Stockton. Definitely
1: did, I played against him. The Mailman, yes, Pat man. Ewing, Nothing, yeah. GP, our the Uncle Kim Gary. The
0: No, no, no. You feel me? We played, yeah. you know, and now that's what's going on now. You got guys that, like you said, we done seen Trey Young taking pictures with KD now. They playing against each other. Jason mm-hmm. Tatum taking pictures with LeBron. Now they playing against each other. Yeah. And now they on their way out. And it's Tatum and Trey Young is like some of the superstars in the league. So the bigger thing, man, is that the league in good hands. Man, there's so many nice dudes out there that's doing it at a high level, and I feel like they doing it the right way, man. I feel like you know we got some young talented
1: dudes that's about the right things that's that's gonna carry the game forth. Uh, speaking about the era change, uh, CP three is one of them. He's one of the last of the Mohicans. He got his sons like in his first ten games. He got his sons like seven and two. So, what you think about how they playing and how they came out and how they starting this season? Because they had like a coming off the championship season. What, what would you call that season last year? Or, or up the and down
0: championship season?
1: season. Yeah, non championship, but an up and down season. I don't think they got it together. I think. I think DeAndre Ayton contract and all this stuff is kind of. That's him. all I was
0: gonna say. I was gonna say I think you know the the way they lost at the end, the way that uh, Ayton kind of, I don't like to say got benched. He didn't get to play much toward that you know the last game that they lost and things like that. It was it was conversations around his minutes and usage and whatever. And then into the summer it was conversation about his and his relationship with Monty Williams and all of that stuff. Then it was a contract that the Pacers presented to him that the that the Phoenix ultimately had to match for DeAndre to get his money. I think all of those things had you know, it came into the season, preseason with a little cloudiness over the situation. But I think like anything else, man, Monty's a pro. DeAndre is a pro. He's young, but he's still a pro now, and I think at the end of the day, he got his money. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It wasn't the ideal way we all would, would like for our team to give it to us with no hustle, no no back and forth. But at the end of the day, the kid got his money. He's in a great situation. He's been in Arizona since high school. He went to college there. He got drafted there. He continues to get to stay there with his family. Mm-hmm. And I think Ain't dope, that's bro. the most unbelievable thing. And I think yeah. if he's you know if he's if he's smart, he he knows that's the main thing. It didn't happen the way you wanted it to happen, but. It still happened, and you can continue this journey with the teammates and the people you've been around, and then even in your inner circle, family-wise, you still get to be there where you used to, where you know everything, everybody knows you, and those things matter. And I think you know that those things are behind them now, and now they're in a position where they're trying to, you know, move forward in the season and go out, there on, go on that championship journey and still trying to follow that thing and get to the championship. You know, they're dealing with Jay Crowder being out and possibly going to be moved now, but. I think that, you know, that'll be worked out as well.
1: What do you think about CP3? Uh, He's at the point in his career where I don't feel like he can lead a team, but he can help lead a team, which is what he's doing now with with Phoenix, with him and D Brooks. Like, what do you think about their chances this year? And you think they got got back on schedule?
0: Yeah, I think obviously CP, He's not the the leader as far as like going out there being able to score 20, 30, 40 yeah. points all the time and every night delivery but I think I think CP still like there's he can't not be the leader. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I think that's just CP that's is say, the leader, right? he's the captain and he's always going, you know, I think it'll be more on Devin Booker to be the bucket getter in that mm-hmm. and that driving force, yeah. but I think there's no f- version of CP3 is gonna be a part of a team where he's not leading the way. I don't know whether he's ever gonna coach, but I feel like that's what type of person he is. He'll be a coach and he's gonna be great at it. But I think that's just like who he is and his personality. I think as long as he's a part of a team, that's who he'll naturally rise to because he's just one of the best leaders the game leader. has ever seen. And it's that that type of thing just when you're in a team setting, it just goes to the front, who's our best leader? People respect them in a certain way that even if he wasn't asking for it, people would have put him there. I think that's mm-hmm. just what he is and that's that's his position. He's a leader. He was a leader in the MBPA as a you know, the players association and things like that. I think that's just his natural position out there. And he's he does amazing at it since we first ever saw him. Sure, yeah. All right, that's a wrap. Knuckleheads, first impressions, NBA season. We're going to tap in with y'all throughout the season, letting y'all know what we see, what's going in, speaking on this and that. Mm-hmm. Me and the blackest one tapping in. ThePlayerStribune.com